This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Over the last couple of weeks, you may have heard about the potential for a bear market. And while the economy hasn't officially entered into a bear market, things have gotten close enough that you should be prepared just in case of that real possibility. During our episode today, we're going to focus our attention on bear markets, what they are, and how to manage them, and how should I invest during one provides an excellent rundown. In fact, let's start by playing off your comment about the understanding of what a bear market is. At its most basic, a bear market is simply when the market sees a prolonged plunge in investment prices. In most cases, when the market falls at least 20% and that drop lasts for two months or longer, it will be declared a bear market. The article goes on to explain bear markets can hit the market as a whole, as one of the, say, the indices, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, or the S&P 500, as well as individual stocks. While that 20% marker is typically the threshold, the reality is that bear markets often fall much further than that over a sustained block of time, rather than all at once. And even though the market may enjoy a handful of brief rallies, things generally trend downward. Sooner or later, investors begin gobbling up nicely priced stocks, thus ending the bear market. One of the defining elements of a bear market is a combination of lots of investor pessimism and cratering confidence. It's very common that during a bear market, investors will be unable to embrace any good news to instead continue selling quickly, which only serves to drive prices even further south. It's also common during a bear market that some investors may be confident about certain individual stocks without applying that same level of confidence to the market as a whole. As the article notes, bear markets typically occur right before the economy itself drifts into recession. Many investors watch certain economic signals like a hawk scanning the grass for a mouse. Those signals include things like hiring, wage growth, inflation, and interest rates. These signals can sometimes tell us if the economy is cooling. 
though we should note that the pandemic's national closures and the surge in unemployment claims have made it more difficult to use some of the time-tested economic signals to determine the true conditions of the economy. But when investors do think that they have unlocked enough clues to determine the economy is shrinking, they expect corporate profits to drop, at least in the near term. Accordingly, they begin selling off stock, which has the domino effect of pushing the market even lower. And continuing that domino effect, bear markets may also suggest that higher unemployment and a more challenging economy is on the horizon. Right now, you're probably saying, what about the length of a bear market? Now, are we talking about weeks, months, or years? Though, there is no definite answer, but historically, bear markets are shorter than bull markets. The Nerd Wallet article goes on to say that the article or excuse me the average bear market is about 364 days a little just a little bit shorter than a year whereas the average run for a bull market is about 1742 days or a little more than four and a half years and from a purely statistical standpoint bear markets tend to pack less potential punch during a bear market, losses have historically been around 33%. On the flip side, the average gains during a bull market are about 159%. Those statistics come from Invesco, by the way. Increasingly, the coronavirus-induced bear market that kicked off on March 11th of 2020 shifted into a bull market less than a month later, though, again, a full picture of the pandemic's economic fallout is still being painted. The article also provides some essential insights into investing during a bear market. Its first recommendation is to embrace the concept of dollar cost averaging. The article gives an example. The price of a stock in a portfolio has dropped from $100 per share to $75 per share. If you have extra cash available, you may quickly begin pondering buying more shares if you think the price has hit its lowest point. But guess what? You're probably wrong. Sure, at $75 a share, it's possible the stock has fallen as far as it's going to. But what if it hasn't? What if it hits $50 a share or $30 a share? As the article explains, this is why trying to pinpoint the bottom of the market is dangerous territory. So what's the better strategy? This is where dollar cost averaging may be the smart play. Dollar cost averaging is simply the principle of consistently investing money over time in closely equal amounts. How does that help? It allows you to average out your purchase price over time, which may be able to help you to prevent dumping a large amount of cash into a stock while its price is very high. That same concept means you'll also be taking advantage of market drops. 
Diversification may be another way to see yourself through a bear market. Remember, diversification isn't all that complicated. It just means that your portfolio has a nice mix of different assets. Keep in mind, diversification does not assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment loss. The Nerd Wallet article also states that during a bear market, most companies in an index like, say, the S&P 500 will fall. But that doesn't mean that they'll always fall in similar amounts. And that's why diversification may be critical. If during a bear market, you have a heftier mix of winners and losers, you may be positioned to lessen your overall losses. The article also notes that because bear markets often proceed or coincide with recessions, many investors prefer assets that may provide a sturdier return, regardless of how the broader economy is performing. This is often referred to as a defensive strategy. What kind of assets am I talking about with a defensive strategy? The first is dividend-paying stocks. Even during a time when stock prices aren't trending up, a lot of investors still want to receive dividend payments. It's for that reason that some companies offer higher than average dividends that may be particularly enticing during bear markets. Bonds are another common part of a defensive strategy. According to the article, bonds are often attractive investments during rocky periods in the stock market because their prices frequently move in the exact opposite direction of stock prices. While a lot of investors view bonds as a vital part of any portfolio, regardless of the market's current performance, adding additional high quality short term bonds may provide a further defense against the chaos of a bear market. The article's next tip for investing during a bear market is to identify sectors that have historically performed well during recessions. The article especially points to consumer staples and utilities as sectors that have maintained solid performance during previous recessions. The article further notes that you may be able to invest in specific sectors through either index funds or exchange traded funds, which track a market benchmark. Both index funds and exchange traded funds provide more diversification than single stocks because each includes shares of numerous companies. The final way you may want to invest during a bear market is to simply stick to your long-term gain strategy. In many ways, bear markets will test both your discipline and your resolve. While it's perfectly normal to sweat and worry during market drops, history has shown time and time again that patience is virtue. Not panicking and sticking to your long-term strategy is especially important if your primary goal is to provide yourself and your spouse or partner with your preferred retirement lifestyle 
because as the article plainly states the bear markets you fight your way through will almost certainly be overshadowed by the bull markets that help you thrive the article also offers this important piece of wisdom money you need for short-term goals which are ones that you typically plan to achieve in the next five years shouldn't be in the market plan well and retire at peace if you enjoyed today's show visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page also be sure to subscribe to us on apple podcast or spotify and finally if you want more information about what we discussed today give us a call at 888-324-0589 thanks for listening and until next week, this is Gerald G. Genwright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Genwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.